0: why you should still focus on email marketing. That's coming up on this episode of Music Lesson Business Academy. This is Music Lesson Business Academy, the podcast that's all about how to grow your music teaching business. Hey, everybody, Danny here. Welcome back to another episode of Music Lesson Business Academy. It's real good to be back with you guys. I know it's been a while, and one of the things I wanted to mention here well, first off, Happy New Year to everybody. I know it's already February. I'm a little late. All right, I get it. And that totally breaks my rule of like wishing anyone Happy New Year once we're past like three or four days after the New Year's. But anyway, It's the first podcast of the new year, so I hope you're doing good. I hope you have big plans, Um, not only for your music teaching business, but just big plans for what you want to change and make better in your life this year. I know I do, working on all kind of projects. Um, Was supposed to actually be out on a little overnight moto camping trip tonight. Um, As you guys know, I've been doing a lot of that. I'm building a whole YouTube channel around it. I'm having a lot of fun with that, but the weather changed and it's Gusting like 50 miles an hour today out here in the desert and uh, yeah, not so good for motorcycle riding. But anyway, I know you guys don't want to hear about all that stuff, but real quick, a little thing for 2022 that I do want to kind of work on is getting back to having this podcast come out every week, every Tuesday, I guess, will be the release day and i'm really going to make a commitment to to get back on the podcast train and get back at it um i've i've really been missing it but i've just had so many projects going on it's been really hard for me to work on that so anyway today's episode <clears throat> is why you should still focus on email marketing and something happened to me recently several times that made me think about this subject and Several times in the last month or two, somebody forwarded forwarded did me an email back to me saying, oh, we want to sign up or can we come in and check out this class? And I looked at the email they were forwarding back to me and it was like two years old. And it just really made me think about how you got to still, you know, conti- that continual touch of people, you know, that we think short-sighted with a lot of our, you know, signing up of new students, and we all do that. We gotta sign, you know, X amount of people up a month and things like that, and you know, there's lots of people that just, they got on our mailing list, we've texted, we've emailed, we called, or whatever, and you just never heard from them, and it's very easy to write them off, but you have to think about your buying patterns and how you do things like that, and how you might, you know, be getting emails from a company or text messages or whatever it might be, And it just might not be the right time. I can think personally as a consumer how often I will stay on a mailing list or a text list because even though I'm not ready to do anything now or maybe even in the next six months, I'm I'm still fairly certain in the near, in the future at some point, I am probably going to do some kind of business with them. So I wanna stay connected. And you have to remember that many of these people that contact you, have all the intentions of doing it, but for one reason or another something changed and, they, and it just wasn't the right time. So, you know, we still have to remember that that continual touch point over a period of months and years even can bring you more and more students. Another reason why we wanna keep doing it is, you know, people still read emails from company from companies, maybe not at the rate that they did certainly 10 years ago, but people still do read email. You know, 20, 30, 35, 40% open rates on your emails. You know, that's still a lot of people that are opening emails. And a nice element of seeing those opens is it's also a way to gauge how interested that consumer is right now. Another reason to do email marketing is it's easy to automate and set it up on autopilot. You you just build it one time and you've got this constant email marketing machine happening that just, you know, is continually, again, reaching out to people and making that touch point. And it's, again, so much easier to just set that up automated and control how often that email goes out, and maybe those emails go out earlier or more frequent when the customer first signs up to your list, but over time, if they haven't signed up, those emails can go out at a lesser repetitive rate or with less time between them so that you're not maybe just overloading that customer, but you know, maybe after a period of time, they're just getting an email once a month from you. Also, you have to remember that email marketing is not just for new students. It's also a way to automate processes and information flow through your music teaching business, such as an onboarding process, things like that. Internal marketing to students, which is like, you know, talking about promotions and things like that. You can even automate emails that go out when students hit achievements, right? That's a little, it's a little harder to do. Gotta get a little bit better at your systems to make that work, but Having a student achieve something and then an email automatically goes out, or maybe it's going out to the parents since we're talking about email, that's saying, hey, congratulations, little Johnny just hit you know level one or whatever the program is that you might have. And lastly, I mean, again, it's just cheap and easy to do email marketing. Now, before I move into how to build the list, because you gotta have a good list and you gotta have an ongoing plan for building an email list, I wanna address something that probably a lot of you are thinking, which is, well, what about text messaging? Or, you know, a lot of moms that I'm interacting with, you know, text is how I get a hold of them. Absolutely. Of course. Text messaging is also a big part of your overall marketing strategy, but it can't just be text messaging. We wanna put text and email together in a program because there's things you can do in that email that are much harder to do in a text message. You know, if you're really sending a lot of information, you know, with images and maybe a video to watch or links to click or just even a little bit more text in the message, it's harder to do that with a text message. So you want to use those things in combination. So we're not saying only email. We're just saying email should be a part of your simple and effective marketing strategy. Okay, so how do you build a list? Well, it's pretty easy. There's just two things really you need to do. One is obviously you're gonna have a form on your website to register or sign up or get information about your core product. And for most of us that core product is some form of a music lesson. So whatever that offer might be, for me it's always, you know, sign up for the 30 day music lesson pass. Or on our Kids Rock page, it's, you know, just sign up to schedule a free Kids Rock trial class, whatever, you know, it is for you, that's fine. That's your main thing you're trying to sell right there. And we'll talk about the concept of actually fully, completely enrolling students without, you know, right there into a lesson slot and a lesson time at another date. so but for most of us, it's filling out a form which, you know, shows up in our email or goes into our automated system like Active Campaign, um, and then, you know, we're following up from there. So obviously you're building a list in that respect, because a lot of people will fill that out and you might not sign them up right then and there. So they fill that out. It gets tagged. And now you can do your follow ups from there. The second way. And, and this is where I see most people falling short on their music teaching websites is you gotta have a transitional offer. And I just, again, think about your own consumer actions. And I do this all the time. You're scrolling through Instagram and you see an ad that's targeted to you, <laughs> you know, because the algorithms know. So for me, I'm getting like all this motorcycle content or bicycle stuff and things that are, you know, hobbies that I like to do. And I might see that product and go, oh man, that you know, new jacket, that motorcycle jacket looks really interesting, let me click through to their website. And as I'm looking around, boom, I get that pop-up window that says, hey, enter your email address, we'll send you a coupon to get 10% off your first order. And I do that quite often. Even though I'm probably not like gonna buy it today, but if I'm like, this looks really interesting, I think this is something I might want at some point, I'll do it and save the coupon. Conversely, there are other companies where that pop up will happen and it will say, hey, sign up on here to get updates about products and things we're doing. And I never fill that one out. So, you know, taking a cue from all these other businesses we wanna apply that same methodology and just have a form pop up and you can do it as an exit form. So if the customer is leaving your website without having filled out the initial uh, offer form for your service, a a window could pop up and say, hey, before you go, enter your email address here and we'll give you 10% off your first purchase or enter here to win a month of free lessons. offer something of value just signing up for a newsletter or email updates isn't really going to do it so you got to think about well what can i offer a parent because usually it's a parent unless you primarily are focused on adult lessons if you're focused on adult lessons you could then give away some content that relates to learning music you know a few free video course on you know f- guitar chords or something like that if if that's your market but For most music teaching businesses, it's generally a parent looking for their child. So any kind of content that's related to the actual learning of the instrument usually isn't going to, you know, compel the parent to sign up. However, any kind of discount code or discount dollar amount is definitely going to do it. Sweepstakes and contests are really good. You could do each month we pick a winner and they get a free month of lessons, anything like that that will compel people to give you that email address. And just over time, that's gonna build this whole other list. So as your list is growing, you're gonna have people tagged with, you know, just think about tags the same way that we use hashtags. Some people will be tagged with potential new students. Some people will be tagged with, um, you know, entered the sweepstakes offer. And you could separate those two differently so that they're getting just separate email automations. And it's super easy, super easy to set up a simple automation like that. So they come in, they get tagged, they enter an automation of some sort. So many of them are gonna go right into a sales automation which could send automated emails at various different times. It can send text messages. That can also be included in that automation. So for those of you that are doing a lot of text marketing, we could automate some of those outgoing text messages. That works well. We can have them send different emails depending on whether they opened the previous email or clicked on a link. So we can get, we can go real simple with it or you can get really crazy with it. What I would recommend for most people is to start off with very simple email automations. Don't try to get too crazy with it, just very simple. They filled out a form and now they're gonna get this email sequence that's maybe made up of eight emails that takes up several weeks for those emails to go out. And that's your primary sales email function at that point. And guys, I just can't stress enough, if you're not doing this basic function in your music teaching business, you're really blowing it. Like this is level 101 marketing that you have to do. And, you know, if it's an issue of money, look at some of the other things that maybe you're spending money on that really you shouldn't be doing yet. All these levels of marketing and different strategies and tacti- tactics, there's, there's different levels of difficulty and there's also kind of a timeline or an order that you should maybe, you know, do these things. So. If you were starting day one today, like tomorrow I'm going to open a music teaching business, I would build a website, right? We would want that, before we did anything else, we'd want to work on the SEO of that website so that that part is working good. The next thing we'd want to do is have a form on that email that collects email addresses so we can start building that marketing long before we start really concentrating on social media marketing or any kind of paid ads or any higher level strategies. This is, you have to be doing this. It's very easy to do. Um, You'll get great results with it over time. So take a look at your marketing, take a look at what you're doing with emails now and think about adding these basic elements to your email. And if you've fallen away from email marketing over the last couple of years, because maybe you got, you know, into doing lots of texting or other methods, it's a good time to add just basic quality level email marketing back to your overall um, strategy. It's one of the cheapest, cheapest, and easiest marketing methods that you can do. All right guys, that's it for this week. I will talk to you soon, have a great one.